Hello and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where we accidentally delve somewhat into Gilligan's Island territory when discussing our favorite TV show, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're on the 33rd episode in the series, Vacation. Just straightforward. Vacation. <laughs> yeah, no thought in this one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this one is goofy. I mean, that would be if I had to describe it in one word. It's goofy. <laughs> I feel like the the writers are having a lot of fun um, with, you know, with, with the girls and with the personalities and everything like that. And obviously, I don't know, I, I do I do like this one in terms of like the scene on the beach where it brings them closer together. And it feels like really a great like sort of story framing of like how things would actually go down between very good friends who've been friends for a while um, and especially like a trio. But the dudes, man... <laughs> Yeah, they just they distract the hell out of this episode. They really do, and also, yeah, the beach scene is great because um, I love a take charge rose. I think you oh, know, like we yeah. usually get to see that when there's some sort of competition, but it's it's so refreshing and so funny to see her like shut the hell up, like it's oh, very yeah. aggressive. I know, and it's got this like little high pitch whine. It's really like <laughs> it's just so great. Um, but yeah, the guys are so weird, and I mean the whole vacation like the whole resort situation is like bizarre and um but like sure like i'll i'll allow it yeah yeah exactly um i do think like with travel agents you know it's really funny <laughs> like just first of all i always thought travel agents were wacky like where it's like couldn't you just book everything yourself? <laughs> I mean, certainly <laughs> I mean, these days. Yeah. But... In the age of the internet, I do. I feel like sometimes I still hear of like my parents, friends or somebody using a travel agent. I'm like, do you have the World Wide web? Like, why are you paying? So- Pay me. I'll do it. <laughs> Seriously. I'll take less of a percentage for Christ. Yeah. Unreal. Um, um, yeah. But once again, they're leaving without Sophia. <laughs> I know. Right. Like another time where they're like, She's not going, and and when they're leaving, Dorothy's, um, you know, like her her to do list for Sophia includes staying out of the liquor cabinet. Like what? What am I, Gidget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But of course, this time she's giddy about it because she's got her, you know, some romance plans of her own. Yeah. Um, with with the gardener that they hire because you know they need they need to have get rich quick schemes, but then they hire a gardener to keep the snails off the pathway. <laughs> 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 but it is it is nice that it's a, a scenario where she's like, all right, get the hell out of here. Like, I'm, I'm ready for it uh, because I have my own secret romance. Yeah, it's which, very which, cute. Yeah, it's an interracial relationship. So, I mean, you know, if, like we're actually going there. We are we're having like uh, another sort of display of some somewhat progressivism. She, of course, like it's all about mocking like the Italian and the Japanese culture. Sushi. <laughs> I just love she's like and you like to listen to piano being tuned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, like a my people, your people thing. But I think it would be pretty. It's pretty like spot on in terms of like how uh, a woman Sophia's age would act in that scenario. Oh you know, yeah, which is great. And he is very cute. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so <laughs> I love the cab bit where Rose is driving Dorothy crazy, and she just like makes it up uh, that you know she had two cabs come to the airport because Rose is like driving her crazy. And then Rose goes, now whose cab is this? Yours or mine? (laughs) It's a really good, like, just like, it's a nice, uh, again, callback like to the writing, but like in a very real way where like Rose is actually really upset. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Run behind it. It's very funny. Oh God. 
And I, I really appreciate the television, like, why don't you come with us? Like, literally as you're leaving for the airport. Like, she, yeah. she, if she said, okay, like, what are you going to do about tickets? You got to call your travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also um, when Rose is uh, worried about the cab, she's also talking about, like, you know, if she's she's stressed because of all the trouble going on in the Middle East and they're going to an unnamed island in the in the Caribbean, which yeah. also I don't understand all the confusion about because every other episode they're just like zipping off to the Bahamas to go to someone's wedding. Like it shouldn't be that big of a deal. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> but also, I mean, as we get there, you know, there's threats of revolution. <laughs> right, that's true. So I guess maybe like they should be more worried. <laughs> okay, so they get to this hotel room, which also god man the like rustling palms <laughs> is the name <laughs> and the bedspread man looks so grody like i've yeah, been in gross. motels like that where it's just like the brown color rust color bedspread is just like hiding stuff Ugh, <laughs> you know it's horrible <laughs> it's really gross Especially if you're like going to like a you know a resort like a vacation that you think is going to be super relaxing, and then you get there and you're like, oh, oh fuck, yeah, like exactly. this is not what I signed up for. And like that's very relatable. Like I I've certainly experienced vacations where I like thought it was going to be something, and I get there and I'm like, oh my god. Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and especially like I don't know. I feel like even more so. You couldn't look it up on the internet. You couldn't read the reviews. You know, you go exactly. to this travel agent and they say it's a good deal. It's right by the ocean. You got to stick your head out, look past the guy beating up an old lake. <laughs> Not a great ocean view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you want to talk about this hotel manager as well as his staff member. <laughs> yeah. So the staff member, I love the revolutionary, um, and it's very <laughs> funny when he's like criticizing them, and he's like, "Oh, you you measure everything by the almighty dollar, blah blah." blah. And then Rose is like, "Well, we're trying to learn the metric system. It's, it's not, not that easy," <laughs> which is still true. It's fucking 2020. We still it's, don't use the metric system, which is insane. It's so insane. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny too is like there is this. They actually get that pretty right, where it's like, okay, like the the threat of like america and imperialism and capitalism and just like everything we fucked up around the world and continue to fuck up around the world <laughs> really affects tourism like it really does because you get to be a target when you go to places like this where like you're you're an american so like by default even if you're not rich you're rich so you get hit up and it's sort of just like ugh, you disgust me but at the same time i need to fucking eat so the guy like puts his hand out for the tip <laughs> I mean, that was, like, that really rang so true to me. It's done, like, in this lampoon way. But, like, it's perfect. Like, the guy just being, like, I am a fucking revolutionary, but at the same time, like, I need money now. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, it's great. <laughs> um, and I then, really actually like it. So then the scum sucker, the manager, like, he's yeah. like, okay, well, <laughs> you'll never get anything out of them. And, and Dorothy's just, like, so perfect in her you know response she's like okay well would you mind sending this scum sucker up like we'd like to talk to him and then this like knockoff john belushi guy comes up and he's like (laughs) he's so gross he's very like used car salesman-y which is like exactly who you think would be managing this like rundown motel um and even though he's a large man his hawaiian shirt is still too large right yeah i mean have you ever been to fucking jacksonville florida these guys are running (laughs) all over the place (laughs) that exact guy (laughs) sorry florida (laughs) apologies um (laughs) you weren't nixing miami it was just jacksonville (laughs) right exactly i mean i'm being realistic and also like Wear a mask, Florida. That's what I have to say. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, have you ever seen a vibrating bed in person? 
I don't think I have. I honestly feel like my only um, experience seeing them at all is on this show. <laughs> I honestly, I was thinking that I had seen one in real life somewhere. Um, where? I don't think I ever used it. <laughs> no, but like, I think on one of these like weird ass trips where we would just like take a road trip and then just find a motel because like, that's what you would do because I couldn't afford anything else. And uh, I don't remember. I don't remember if I actually really did or if I'm just like rewriting that. But I've also, I, I feel like, Beyond this show, I've definitely heard a lot more about vibrating beds, which is also really funny of like thinking about how that was actually supposed to be a better sexual experience. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even you understand. You'd rather have a guy singing Guantanamo <laughs> speaking. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, it's so yeah. great. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is like bad, right? Like the whole motel is bad or whatever. And all of that stuff is, it's exaggerated for sure, but like, I feel like it's so realistic. And then when you find out that they're sharing a bathroom, oh, yeah, you're which like, is also a thing that's realistic. If you yeah. Go to like crappy hotels and you're just like, Oh, we didn't mention that. Sorry. It's a yeah, exactly. So gross. And really just like when you're already like depressed about your accommodations and you're like, Oh my God, now I have to share with these guys. And these guys are so fucking standoffish. And it's like, their names are, um, their names are, I wrote this down. I need to find. Oh, it's Dwayne, Rick, and Winston Hardwick the third. I know. <laughs> like, and also, what? like, in what fucking reality? Even for <laughs> sitcom reality, these guys don't go together. Okay? Right. Exactly. Like that's that's my biggest problem that I had with this. It's just like, even though, I mean, they had to find some extra jokers. I guess like they're fine enough as as actors. I guess it's like even though Blanche, Dorothy, and Rose. And, like, Blanche and Rose specifically represent a sort of, like, archetypal, like, outlandish type of character, which, of course, they're trying to go for with these three Jokers. Like, these guys are just so much, they, they, there's, like, no blend whatsoever to, like, make you think that they would even possibly be, be friends. Whereas, like, you could believe Rose and Blanche and Dorothy, you know what I mean? It's just, it just cracks me up. That's, that's what ruins it for me, because it's like, I just, every time I see them, I'm like, oh. Yeah. It, and also, it's like you're gonna introduce your friends by their first names, but you're gonna use your uh, like the third when you. It's just like it doesn't make sense at all. That's what I mean. It's just a caricature. Like yeah. it's just ridiculous. Lady uh, waitress, a magnum of your best. <laughs> I've got a lot of things wrong with that. One, he orders and he doesn't know how much it is, and he also walks away immediately. And then two, a magnum. That's a lot of champagne, and it's also like, do they even have that at this shitty resort? Right, I don't get and that. And three, you're not drinking champagne. Buy the women some fucking pina coladas. Yeah, man. yeah. Where so, are you, Grandma where? Moses? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but actually, in the scene with the bathroom, I do love. Like, it reminds me of actually when uh, the scene with the flu, where they're so good at acting sick. You know, mm-hmm. they have like that. They they're really good at acting like mosquitoes are in the room. Yeah, I was actually really impressed with that because it's not overdone. You could be like swatting like crazy. That's what I would probably do. They'd be like, pretend a mosquito is around. I'd like <laughs> swat like sixteen times more than I really should. But I really I like when they're like you know blush, brushing it out of the air. I actually think they do a great job. Yeah, no, it is. It's good. I mean, and the bathroom scene is funny. Like, bl- yeah, I mean, it's we see a little snippet of like where Rose really goes over the top like Blanche kind of um fills that role here when she's like you know those nasty boys and like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the jungle's that way really like she's just like yeah. telling them what's what which is nice it's I it's know. funny or Rose's like you you, you <laughs> rude person 
um and then when they so when they do meet up downstairs um which is nice by the way it's it nice seems like a real thing that they would do because it's like why are you being mean to some old ladies when you're exactly just flossing so and sitting on the tub you weren't doing anything um there are two Lost things yeah exactly it's so gross um there are two things in that scene that i want to talk about one is dorothy's like her like super dramatic remembering of the depression and like when i was a child during the depression it's like okay well so you're really gonna lean into this old lady thing i see which I is had to have fine. my wisdom teeth extracted by a shoemaker <laughs> that was more fun than this um <laughs> The way she, B. Arthur, holds her body in that scene, too. Like, where she has her hands clasped and she doesn't unclasp them. Like, she's just very, she's still wary of these guys. Yeah. Even though they've apologized. I actually think that's so true to life. And she's just like, I'm in a bad mood. I'm just going to drip it on you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and then when she, when they decide that they are going to go on this boat. Which, by the way, if you are listening to this and you are a woman and you are with your friends and there are three strange men and they're like, hey, do you want to come on a boat with us? Always say no. It's crazy yeah. to me that they're like, sure, you guys are total assholes. Like, yesterday and now we're going to come on a boat with you. <laughs> But yeah, the, the bonding makeup time, like, to be completely honest, I would assess the situation and think that, like, okay, I could trust these guys. I wouldn't do it in six seconds before yeah. we even got to drink with them. Or, like, had a chat. Like, should we do this? I mean, whatever. It's yeah, fine. No, it's, it's, very um, it's very true. But when Dorothy's like, I'm going to go call my mother, and the, the one guy laughs, and he's like, your mother's still alive? It's totally. really funny. It's, like, terrible, I but it, it makes you laugh um it works really well it works out really well and then um, when sophia does so dorothy does go to call her and then sophia answering the phone is so funny when she's like trying to like put God. the moves on this guy <laughs> so great who the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened here bye <laughs> yeah how's vacation great okay bye <laughs> exactly and you almost like wish they had written the line of like whatever dorothy sarcastically says to like blanche you know be like checking in like oh how's sophia and she's like well she's either you know burning yeah. the house down or maybe <laughs> gotten to the sherry again or something. <laughs> it's perfect just like checking up at home um but yeah they land on this very hilarious like beach set <laughs> it's just like you know they have more money the second season but not that much money for set dressing um but I really love the, oh, how long are we out there? At least two rosaries. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't even get a real laugh. Like the studio on these, I think they're just like taking it all in. And like, you know, it's just like a, a weirdo scene that like hasn't been, we haven't seen this dramatic of a scene yet really in this entire series, right? Like it's just like almost dying on a sailboat in the Caribbean, <laughs> like shipwrecked. It's like, it gets like we mentioned, like pretty Gilligan's Island. And it's just kind of a funny like scenario to find these women in so but i love that at least two rosaries line. it's like such a it's very it's such funny. a realistic thing you know that, that dorothy would do that especially given her upbringing yeah yeah it is it's very funny and it is very like like you said like this is probably the actual most dramatic thing that has happened so far and and honestly like maybe whatever happened in someone's life if you like get shipwrecked on yeah. an island um and it's funny that they sort of like blame these guys who are just like these like tools who don't know how to sail <laughs> like <laughs> also what are you doing with like you're on their boat you didn't even hire a guy it's right fine. exactly Win Winston, Winston, if you can afford a magnum yeah <laughs> um 
So, you know, they get shipwrecked and everybody's like kind of going at each other a little bit. And then that's when Rose like is like, okay, now everybody shut the hell up. And it's so good. It's like so. um, And then she's like going like rattling off her scouts and her like, you know, all of her qualifications and why she's going to be the the boss. Seawater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, Dorothy, should we be listening to Rose? Quiet. I don't think we're allowed to talk while we work. <laughs> it's very I funny how they all respond. It's line. so I good. Die. Yeah. Because honestly, that's that's what it's like, too. We're, like, a lot of scenarios, especially in, like, a really, like, a life or death in the wilderness scenario in real life, as as, as much as it's difficult to imagine that, that that's what this is. It, you know, there's so much that comes down to who gets listened to and why, you know, of like really stressing like what's dangerous, what's not. Like there's tons of stories, right, where it's just like somebody, you know, just went along with this one person, but they were wrong or like nobody spoke up fast enough to, to be in charge and then everybody got hurt. You know, like there's there's so yeah. many things like that. So it's so true to life that you would even be like, OK, at least somebody just stood up and said stuff. And that's what we need right now. And it's just extra hilarious. Yeah. So that's who we're going to listen to. It's so great. It's just like, yeah. Like, and also when at the end, which is like, I'm so glad everything's back to normal. It is funny because it's like people and your friends take on different personalities depending on the scenario, right? So there's like scenarios where it's like Rose could be the boss when they're like in the wilderness because of like a certain skill set she has where even at home, like she's not. Yeah. (laughs) It's really kind of interesting. Like they, I doubt they were going that deep with it, but it's like, it actually is funny because it strikes me as very realistic, just like the shitty hotel room. Yeah, no, totally. And I think um, it's reminiscent of like, like we said, like when she's competitive or whatever, but um, you know, like we always do find out these little weird tidbits about Rose that she randomly has an expertise in something that makes no sense that she has an expertise in. And so like survivalism is, is one of those. (laughs) Right. Exactly. This pioneer dope. Yeah. (laughs) And Um, then I also love the seawater scene, like where she's like, ah, I didn't tell you that I actually need a copper still (laughs) seven feet of pipe. (laughs) Yeah, when they realize that, like, Rose doesn't actually, like, they're not going to be able to figure it out or whatever. And then it's so Rose when she's like, okay, I'm done. I nominate Dorothy to be leader now. It's It's lovely at the top. Yeah, it's very, like, it's cute. And then they have that, like, you know, you kind of alluded to this in the beginning, but, like, they have a pretty, a a really funny, but, like, a, a touching exchange of like sharing secrets and like being mad at the other one for not telling the other secrets and like it's cute it's kind of like what you would expect in a you know like if you watered out all of the really dark parts of accepting that you might die on an island like <laughs> yeah, no, exactly and that's yeah that's why it's like oh just let's ignore that part <laughs> focus on how heartwarming it is but yeah it's like the interplay with them and like the revelation of like cousin nolan nolan like, oh cross-eyed cousin Nolan when he was visiting from Ohio you get a you get a cross-eyed cousin and he gets to sleep with two of your roommates talk about family affair <laughs> right My what God. happened there I too know. much wine <laughs> <laughs> the fault indeed lies with Nolan is, is like a line that now I feel like I need to say about every single situation of like has that has like a an invisible person to blame <laughs> yeah I love it we have to incorporate that <laughs> exactly the fault indeed lies with Nolan but yeah, they have that, that really interesting conversation where like, you know, she's like, you're always so critical about those kinds of things to Blanche, you know, and they're talking about like nose jobs and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, it's very true. And it's like, everybody's emotions are heightened. And that's probably something that like, that wouldn't be said in the same way if you were having a more calm conversation that's mm. normal at home, like this bonding between. And I, I just think that that line in particular stood out for me of like, 
I feel like I'd be similar to Rose where it's like you might want to give some criticism or feedback to your friend but like you wouldn't necessarily put it that way but then when you're just like so fed up you're just like yeah you were so critical that's why I didn't tell you you know it's like, yeah it got pretty fiery and I thought it was really interesting you know? yeah definitely as well as Blanche's um diary <laughs> 20 pages <laughs> in before I realized it wasn't the Sydney Sheldon <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's really cute. It's really cute. And it's like just the fact that they have to make up so quickly, too, because they can't stand it, you know, and again, because they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so dramatic. It's great. Um, and also, like, I love slash hate when the guys come back and it's like they bring them little drinks. That's nice. But you're also just like, did you spend the time rebooking rooms instead of coming back to, like, tell them that they weren't going to die? Because <laughs> that's, like, pretty traumatic. They also need water before they get super wasted off of a Mai Tai, but okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, there's so many things wrong with that. It's like, we got you a nice room, we're going to the other side of the island, it's like, you didn't, yeah, you didn't want to come back, like, right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Four hours. They've been gone for four hours. <laughs> did they have a swim in the pool first? Yeah, exactly. They probably did. They had to, they had to make sure that they got that magnet of the champagne. <laughs> yeah, they were owed that. Oh, man. I mean, I've literally been, speaking of wilderness scenarios, I've been in the Oregon desert where we had a car breakdown and far too many people to take home in another car. And I was on sort of the search party to, like, make sure that we got help, but also to make sure that we told the people who were sort of stranded that help was coming. And the, like, interplay of that, of making sure that that message got to them, created, like, a very comical situation. But that was, like, always a top priority. Yeah, that has to be the top priority. It does, because otherwise they're, like, I mean, literally, some of my friends were there and were started thinking that we had just left without them. And again, like, you get panicky. And we get back, we're like, of course we wouldn't have left without you. But these are, like, two, three fucking weird Joker dudes that you never know. Like, yeah, you don't know these people. just leave you. Yeah, no. I don't like it. It's just so funny that it's like this goofy, goofy Gilligan's Island scenario at the end. And I'm like reading so much into it from my real life. But it's like wilderness survival. Who knew we'd be covering? No, it's really, I, exactly. And then also like at the very end, it's so funny when Rose is like, you know, like everybody's happy. They're not mad at the guys at all for leaving them for four hours. It's of all good. Not. And then she sings the Buy a World of Coke song. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> I, I love it. And then Grandma Moses' dude is, like, you know, goofy and holds <laughs> yeah. her hand as they skip off to the Hyatt Regency <laughs> to give corporate America their funds because we can't actually support the Little Island people. The revolution right The revolution. <laughs> Seriously. Also, the best part, too, is that because Rose is singing that song and, like, the guys chime in and whatnot, they, it's a cold outro. Like, they don't do the... Yeah. They don't actually put the music on the end. They just, like, fade out. It works. <laughs> it works really well. It's really funny. But, yeah, this one is always just, like, an extra goofy episode. It's, like... Yeah, I don't know. I really... I, I can't come up with another word than goofy. But I like it. I mean, yeah. it's, char- it's charming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Alrighty. Well, next time we're going to talk about uh, ruining your own surprise party, just like you would, Lauren. I would. Because you're jealous that you don't know something. <laughs> I hate surprises. Never throw me one. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you actually do, and then you'd really like it. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye.